Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, where we are all about taking inspiration into tangible action in order to create a life that we actually freaking love. Get ready to keep it real, keep it fun, and do some cool, epic shit together, girl. I'm your host, Kate, a 29-year-old entrepreneur, former teacher, wife, Frenchie mom, and just another woman in this world trying to make her way through life. You ready, babe, to make your dreams come true? Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. Kate here, and I am on like a level... I don't even know, 12 out of 10, 47 out of 10. I'm super excited because we have an amazing guest today. I'm staring at her beautiful face on Zoom and I just like, I'm literally so hyped and we were both joking. She was like, I just took Energize, which if you guys don't know, it's Beachbody's pre-workout and it like literally makes you feel like a unicorn and I'm like cool well I'm like out of breath half the time with being pregnant so like (laughs) this is just going to be the most exciting podcast ever I guess um but a good level (laughs) it is going to be next level basically um but today I'm so excited because honestly the reason that you are even listening to this podcast today is because of the woman I have sitting in front of me she is a dear friend of mine even though she lives across the country now we have Miss Shelby Kilzer here and Truly, you guys, like Shelby is such a light. If you have not followed her on Instagram, we're going to plug all of her stuff when we're done. Um, But Shelby um, is the reason I have this podcast because she created a guide for other women like me who had something on their heart that they wanted to share. And she's helped me kind of lift this off the ground. Um, But even beyond that, Shelby is just, I mean, we've kind of gone through a lot of life together, honestly. We have. And um, I just, the the reason I wanted Shelby on the podcast, and she's going to introduce herself here in one second, is that when I think of Shelby, I think of authentic. I like, there's no bullshit with Shelby. There's no facade. What you see is what you get. And the coolest thing about Shelby is five years ago when I met her, that's not who she was. Like I have watched Shelby grow into her own, into herself. And she just lives her life so pure and authentically and wonderfully weird and amazing. And I love her. So we're going to talk all today about really like being your authentic self, which sounds easy, but it can be really hard. So Shelby, I could go on all day because I love you, but welcome to the podcast. How do you feel? I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. And I do feel like a unicorn right now. So I talk, if I talk really fast, we're going to blame it on the energize. Um, first of all, that intro, don't make me cry before we even get started. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to be here, you guys. And I'm so grateful that I get to be a part of this podcast and have watched you grow it and bless it and share your message. Cause that's really my intention behind what I do in this world is to have more women who are confidently sharing what's been placed on their heart. And I take a spiritual approach to life. So I believe that like everything that we, you know, everything that has been placed on our heart is there for a reason. And I want to just eliminate the barriers that so many women face in actually, you know, sharing whether it's their their authentic self, and I'll get to my story here in a minute, or their podcasts or their gifts with the world that they have the empowerment and like the confidence and the courage to take that first step. And I hope me sharing my story here today helps you just have that tiny bit of courage 
to take that first initial step because I met Kate five years ago. So Kate is a huge part of my story in the initiation phase. I remember I remember watching Kate for months, you guys. <laughs> I watched her posts and I saw her inspiration. I was like, wow, she's doing something with her life. I didn't really understand the online world at this point in time, but I liked the energy that Kate put out. And I was at a weird point in my life, you guys. Five years ago, I was <laughs> drinking every weekend to numb out the fact that I hated my full-time job. I hated, <laughs> I was numbing out the fact that I was in the wrong relationship with an incredible human being. I was in, the, in a relationship with an incredible man. He was kind, he treated me well, but I, in my heart, I just knew something was off. Same thing with my full-time job. It was the dream job for, I'm a registered dietitian by trade, the dream job for someone who got their degree in nutrition. I had checked all the boxes. I was on the path to like moving in with his partner and, you know, secured the, the, the highest income that really a dietitian can make. And I was on the path to continue to grow. And I was sitting there and I was like, I am completely empty. And I was surrounded by people who we were all numbing out and we we're all partying. And there was just, to me, it was like, what is the purpose of this? Why am I actually here? What's the point in doing this every day? And the relationship crumbled. I was getting really sick. Many of you who follow my story know that I was, you know, I came into what Kate does because I, as a nutrition and dietitian was falling apart and my health was literally like at rock bottom. I was eating well, but I was partying and I was emotionally just like exhausted. And so I had brain fog. I got diagnosed with ADHD. It was on ADHD medications. I was like slurring my speech every time I got off work. I would like, I wouldn't be able to even form sentences because I was so exhausted and drained all the time. And I saw what Kate was doing and I was like, she looks vibrant. And something inside of me, I cannot explain was like, you need to do what she's doing. It is your first step. This is your path. And I didn't question it. It was the first time in my life where I didn't like think about what my best friends were going to say, because what my best friends were saying, they were watching people like Kate and they were slicing them down. I remember talking shit about people who were yes. doing what I ended up doing with my best friends. So yeah. I knew taking that first step, you guys taking that first step and saying, this is what I'm going to do. I knew it was going to be uncomfortable, but there was something inside me that said I needed to do that anyways. And so I took that first step. And a year later, I, I was on like a whole new level of growth. I had a sisterhood of women who were like accepting me, right? Like this was a huge part, I think, of me evolving into the person I am today. And what I do today is that I had people around me who actually supported the decisions and the choices I was making in my life. I, you know, will wrap this up in a tiny little bow because it's a, it's, there's a lot of ways I could go in this story, but my health improved by leaving my full-time job, following what my heart desired, treating my body better. I decided to move across the country and there was something in that move to, I moved to Denver at the time now I'm in Washington, long story short, but I, I chose to move there. And there was like this like unleashing of me. And there was this like, I am releasing all my relationships that I have here in Minneapolis. I was in Minneapolis at the time. I'm releasing my identity as a registered dietitian and I'm going and doing, you know, it was doing health coaching at the time and that evolved into business coaching and spiritual mentorship and the podcast that I do now. And it was like, I can't not do this because something inside of me was pulling me forward. 
And <laughs> so much has happened since that point in time. You know, I've, I've met who I believe is my soulmate human being turned out to be a girl. Didn't expect that. <laughs> like, and that's another story in itself, but there's yeah. so many things that happen. I'm like, didn't expect this to be the true authentic me. Didn't expect this to be a part of who I am. But as I let go of the things that were really like inauthentic to me, all the partying, all the numbing out, all the like surface level bullshit. And I was able to say, okay, I don't care what people think. I mean, I do care. Let's be real. We all care. Yeah. But I was able to say like my integrity with who I am and who God created me to be or source or energy or universe, whatever you freaking believe in created me to be is more important than what I think other people think I need to be. And I need to be this per- per- version of myself. I need to be an entrepreneur. I need to be with this woman. I need to be who I am now. And so I think that was my journey in a nutshell. Oh, very long. <laughs> I'm like literally like chills down my back. And that's the thing, you guys, you have to go follow Shelby like after this, because it is the tip of the iceberg and her podcast. Like, but, but I think like the overarching thing here is like, and again, like I just get so fired up because it's like, yes, yes, yes. Because how many people do we know that stay stuck? Like, they stay in that numbing. They stay in that friend group that just doesn't feel right. Or they stay in that career. And, you know, Shelby probably, you know, has heard me say this over the years, especially when she still did health coaching through Beachbody like I did. It's, but I always say to people I mentor is it's the start that stops the most. Like so many people think about starting something, maybe that's that career shift. Or even like, I remember back in the day when you decided to go to the doctor to figure out why the hell you couldn't think. (laughs) And you were like, I'm going to go like, even that, how many people are too scared to go see a doctor to go figure out what's wrong with them, you know? And it's like, man, Shelby, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so simple because all you had to do is send that message. All you had to do was make that move. All you had to do was say, oh, maybe I'm in the, like, I didn't expect to to be dating a woman, but cool. Like here I am. It's like too many people get scared to even start to admit that something is wrong, that something doesn't feel right. And you just shove it down, shove it down. And so I hope as you are listening to this, as you know, listeners is it's like Shelby was brave enough to, to start because I, I got to ask this Shelby, because I'm sure someone is sitting here listening to this, like, <clears throat> and wondering the same thing is like, but weren't you scared? Like when you moved, when you changed careers, when you walked away from, you know, being a dietitian, you've moved across country. Like, again, the start stops most of us, but also I think just fear of the unknown, fear of judgment. Like you said, you used to talk shit about people and who hasn't, like I used to talk shit about people who would post fitness stuff or (laughs) network marketing. And now I'm like, what? Like, and now I'm such like, it's just so fun too. And you surround yourself with women. Like, like I think of being like in community with Shelby or like my coach crew or just anyone who's doing self-work. Cause like, like when Shelby wanted to take new paths, I was like, okay, I love you. Like I could see you rocking what I'm doing, but girl, go do your shit. Like go do your thing. Like there's so much power in being around people who like, let you be yourself. Right. Um, but how, like, what would you say to that person who's listening? Who's like, yeah, but I'm scared. Yeah. But my family might reject me. Like, what would you say to them? So I, you know, it's interesting. It's as you're saying this, the thing that is interesting is that it's not the message I sent you that scared me. It's not the moving across the country 
that scared me. Those things felt really liberating Mm. in my heart. They felt incredibly exciting to me, but it was the stuff that came along with it. Right. So I wasn't afraid to send you a message and say, I'm ready to do this coaching thing. I'm ready to start my own business. I know that's what I'm here to do. It was the little stuff in between Mm. that, you know, had I projected, because when I sent you that message, I wasn't thinking it was like, I have to do this. It was something inside of me making me do it. I literally, that's how I feel it happened. But it's that stuff that happens in between that I think stops us or that we allow our minds to get ahead of ourselves, right? We're so thinking ahead of what could happen, which probably will happen. Let's be real. When I started posting, I had trolls, you guys. And I think a lot of that was my fear of having trolls attracted the trolls, but I had people... I had friends that I had been friends with my entire life come up to me and say, what you do is really fucking annoying. Like straightforward, like no filter, thought their opinion really mattered. And I lost a lot of people. When I decided to, you know, put my stuff out there for the world to see, I had people who took my photos and posted them on their social media and said, this girl's a cunt. Like this girl does like, I had some really fucked up shit happen. I think everyone has had this stuff. I was extremely afraid though. You guys, when I started this, I was extremely, extremely afraid that this was going to happen. And so it did. Right. Like I had that energy that I just fear (laughs) anything around manifestation that might be a little too woo, but I I attracted it in. And so it wasn't that initial step that really scared me. It was what would come after. And so what I can tell you is that it may happen. It probably will happen. You probably will have, like, I can tell you the past five years have been the best five years of my life, but also the scariest and the most challenging. Like that stuff goes hand in hand. The liberation of self doesn't come without challenges. Mm. I think a lot of times we do this and we're like, okay, sunshine and rainbows. Or we look at someone like we're following Kate and we're like, oh my God, she has it all. She's done it. She's hit, you know, and we don't realize that she has had trolls along the way. She has lost relationships along the way. She has had all the things that you fear happening happen. But what I would say is you probably feel like it's worth it, right? Oh, totally. And it doesn't feel like it in the moment, right? Like, (laughs) like, why are you so mean to me? what did I ever do to you just unfollow me you don't need to like (laughs) you don't need to troll me (laughs) right and that was you know the biggest thing I think as human beings is we want to be loved at the core our need is to be loved and so we will do everything in order to create a facade of what and you know I, I I fast forward to the day I met my partner and I had this, you know, I think this is a beautiful story. So I'm going to share it. I, I went my, how I met her is I went to her workout class before COVID clearly. <laughs> and rest in peace, you miss it. <laughs> rest in peace, fitness. <laughs> no, we're thinking it will end, but okay. You're <laughs> um, and I, I went to this class and I was so nervous. I was like giddy. And I was like, why am I like something inside of me? I just feel like whatever. And like, we, she was a friend of a friend. So we continued to hang out. And every time I was around her, I was like this, like, I don't know what this is. You know, I wasn't, I didn't realize it was attraction because my mind couldn't possibly wrap itself around the fact that like a female I would be attracted to because I don't really identify uh, like at that point in time, 
I never found a girl attractive. I never really like had a physical attraction to a female. And two weeks into hanging out with her, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like, I like her. Oh, boom, mind blown, right? And we were sitting at a bar and we were talking and like, I knew we were going to kiss. And I was like, everything in me, I felt like I was going to throw up. I felt like I, my insides were literally, literally burning. I got massive heartburn. I was terrified. And it wasn't because I was afraid to kiss her. No, 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 no. I was afraid of what my family was going to say. Mm. My religious Catholic community, what are they possibly going to think of when I go home and I bring a girl home? Yeah. It wasn't the fear of her. You know, obviously, like, we all have internalized homophobia or racism like that's ingrained in us as a society so there was some of that that needed to come up for me to clear and heal and work through I wasn't afraid of her I was afraid of what my family would think Mm. thank god I have amazing family and they're like in love with Jamie yes (laughs) totally but here so to that woman who's sitting there or man whoever is listening to this and who's listening to this podcast thinking I can't possibly do the thing is what I will tell you is I know what's scary. I know it's terrifying. I know that like you go to bed with a pit in your stomach because you're so afraid of what's going to happen or what people are going to say. What I will tell you is that it's going to suck. It's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be the most liberating thing you've ever done. And it will be so, 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 so worth it in the end. Oh, yes. Oh my God. I'm like sitting here like preacher. (laughs) And you know what, you know what words stuck out to me? And I think that is all so beautiful, Shelby. Like, I just, I love it so much. Um, and I'm so proud of you. Like, I really am so proud of you because it's like, I, every time I drive past your old apartment in Minneapolis, I like, oh. I was like, and then I think of like who you are now. And it's like, that took bravery that took the risk. But the word that stuck out to me as you were speaking through that was the word facade and how much of our lives is a facade, you know, like how many times do we have those, you know, those friends that we've quote unquote been friends with forever, or, you know, you're dating that guy or whatever girl, whoever it is for, you know, and it's like, it doesn't feel right, but you have that facade on Instagram. We look cute, but inside yeah. you're dying. And I think that's the thing is, um, I can't remember the, the name of the author, but there's that one book that's, um, from good to great. And I think when we release those, like, I think that's what we all learn. I know I've learned that in, you know, teaching was always so good for me, but like coaching and the way I get to teach now is great. Like relationships I had in the past were good, but when I met Zach, it was like, oh, this is great. And you, when you release those things that scare you, or honestly, it's like you release like the bullshit. Do you really want to be around people that are a facade or fake are not real? It's like, it's kind of that notion of like, would you rather have two really good friends or 20 acquaintances? I would rather have two really good friends. And that's yeah. coming from an extreme extrovert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? yeah. Like, I think that's just like, that's such a, a sound message of like, you give up something and it, you're not saying it's going to necessarily be, you know, a walk in the park. But when you get through that shit, you get through the hard times. Now you have something great. Now you have something worthwhile. And, um, you know, what was it two episodes ago or episode 12 on this podcast was stop expecting it to be easy. 
So like Mm -hmm. go back and listen to that because it's like, whenever you're trying to elevate or, or be a new version or a better version of yourself, like don't expect it to be easy. Like those things aren't easy dealing with trolls, dealing with people questioning your relationship. Those things aren't easy, but it's like, but also do you want that? (laughs) Like, do you want the facade or do you want what's real and, and great? It's so boring. Also, like, I'm such an adventure seeker and I'm like, oh my God, like, I love the challenge now. Like if you have an opportunity for growth and sometimes I don't feel like I almost create too much opportunities for growth all at the same time, but I love the challenge. Now I've learned to love that, like that resistance. Cause I know on the other side of something like when I lost all my friends, I was really alone for a long time. Cause I stopped drinking in my entire friend group thrived on going out on the weekends. And I stopped doing that one social activity and I no longer had friends to hang out with. Mm -hmm. I was alone for, I mean, I had, I had my coaching community and I had the women, but I felt really alone because I didn't have people that like, I could call up and hang out with for a while. Like you lose those really close friends and there's that discomfort because you haven't really had new relationships long enough to develop depth right? You're still in that like in between because you have to sometimes let go of something in order to get something great. The Mm -hmm. good, you have to let go of it. And there's that discomfort in between because it takes time to develop something great. And you have to sit and wait in that discomfort before you go. You know what I mean? Like had I called them up like halfway through that, it was like a two, three month period of me really letting go and releasing those old friendships. Had I gone back to the drinking and the partying and the things that like maintain those, the only thing that maintained that friendship, I wouldn't have been able to develop new relationships because it was a new category, a new kind of relationship I was really calling in. So there is that like space. But what I found by repeating this cycle is that every time there's that like hard, like uncomfortable, like resistance almost that you're up against on the other side of that there is also something really fucking amazing waiting for you and for me like I'm thinking about this time period specifically there were tons of female friends that came in not tons a couple really deep connections I was able to develop to develop with a handful of really amazing women Mm -hmm. that I would have never gotten had I like you know, called up my own drinking buddies instead of like, I'm ready, let's go. And it's so easy to go. It's so like, I think that's why people fall back into bad relationships or they stay in the job because what we don't realize so much too, is that we're so used to like, like I, I, I said that on the stop expecting it to be hard podcast episode too, but like we get so used, like it's comfy, like excuses end up feeling comfy. Like unhappiness ends up feeling comfy. And it's like, if you don't get out of that, it's just, I don't know. I always think that like complacency and staying the same is a far scarier reality than the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm a little bit, I mean, Shelby is the true adventure seeker. I mean, I am too, (laughs) but, um, Shelby takes it next level and I love it. Um, okay. So Shelby is a master at teaching this. Like literally you guys have to go like take all her courses and do all these things. Um, And Shelby is someone who is so great at teaching to like tap into your intuition. So I know we don't have like enough time to do that because it's, it's so multi-level, but like at a, at a high level, Shelby, how would you, um, maybe, you know, and again, we're a very open-minded podcast here, God source energy, like 
yeah. the Dalai Lama, don't give a shit what it is, you do command. <laughs> but whatever that source is for them or higher power, or God or whatever, like what do you think are just some like quote unquote easy things someone could do to like tap into like their knowing to like because it's their gut, right? Like that's mm-hmm. following their gut, following that like intuition that we all have inside of us, but we suppress like again, high level, because I know you teach this so much more in depth in your courses and things like that. But how can just like the average woman listening to this on a walk or in their car kind of tap into their intuition to follow that gut calling that they have? I think two things that I'll give you that are just super like anyone can do. Number one is doing exactly what we've been talking about this entire podcast is when you get that intuitive, like I should do this or I should do this. Just doing it like without questioning because here's the thing your intuition is always there it's never gone away it's never abandoning you abandon you everyone has this whether you believe it's your higher self or god the universe i don't care <laughs> everyone has this inner knowing and you may be sitting there being like i don't hear mine i don't i've never heard it don't know it but is that actually true right like you may have heard it and you just don't like what it's telling you because here's the thing i ignored mine for four years at that full-time job left college. I heard this is not the job for you. Do not stay here. You're supposed to have your own business. I heard that loud and clear early on. I stayed there for four more years. So maybe it took that level of pain for me to hit that bottom, Mm -hmm. but my intuition was telling me all along that this was not the place for me. So number one is listen and trust. And if you hear something, Because here's the thing is I heard that and I didn't know what to do with that information. I heard this is not your job. You're supposed to have your own business. I didn't know what to do with that information. Ask it, you know, whether you think it's a prayer or just like a dialogue with your higher self, whatever you believe, but say, okay, show me how to do this stuff. Because that's the thing that I think a lot of people, they get these hits of like, this is not your relationship. This is not that, but they don't know that they can actually ask. Mm. Okay show me how, guide me to the next most aligned action. Teach me how to get out of this full-time job. And once I started doing that, because I didn't realize what I did before I met you is I asked, I can't do this anymore. I cannot stay in this full-time job. It was on my knees. I was crying. I just left that relationship. I was in the knowing that this job wasn't for me. And I said, okay, I need a way out. Show me. And you showed up universe will provide if you ask. Yeah. So we have to be open to what it's actually saying, because here's the thing. A lot of you are getting those hits and you're just not really ready to admit that your intuition is speaking to you yeah. and that's fine. You can ignore it. It's not going to be pleasant probably because the universe is going to get louder and louder and louder and louder until you're <laughs> end up like me brain dead. And like, am I going to yeah. make it to 30? <laughs> That's what I was questioning myself. And then you're gonna be like, okay, I guess it's time to change. Or you can start to listen now. So that's number one is just listen and be honest with yourself. And you don't need to admit this to anyone else right away, but just be honest of like, when you hear that, this isn't your partner. This isn't the place for you. And it's that quiet knowing, because here's the thing, the ego and the mind is the loud, like the mind chatter. You're going to get all that. I will get that all day, every day. Oh, this isn't, you're not supposed to be having your own business. You're not supposed to be doing this. That's not your intuition. That's your mind. So when it's loud and chattery and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, you are not in your intuition, go for a walk, get in your body, find a quiet place, go out into nature, step away from what you're doing, stop that, 
That is not your intuition. So know the difference between when your mind is racing and when you're actually in a calm state and you hear that quiet whisper. To me, it's like a quiet knowing or a gut instinct. Some people are going to feel that. Everyone feels it a little different. And there's layers to that that you <laughs> Instagram message me if you're curious about that. Yes. <laughs> Just know what that quiet, like peaceful, it's like a peaceful, calm, like this is it. Or like a gut instinct. There's the difference. The second thing you can do that I find really interesting is I actually ask my body, what does a yes feel like to me? And what does a no feel like to me? And anyone can do this. And if you sit and you're in your body and some people, it's really hard for them to get in their body. So I encourage you to like go for a walk before you do this, like get in like a a good state and then just ask your body show me a yes and mine will actually like start to lean forward it feels like my heart opens up I feel like a little fluttery in my gut and that's what a yes feels like to me and so I can ask myself is this a yes oh yeah this podcast is a yes cool I'm gonna say yes to Kate <laughs> because it like I feel my heart open up <laughs> thank god right <laughs> obviously it was awesome. <laughs> um, but I can feel my heart open up I can feel my body actually lean forward and you can also ask your body show me a no and for me I actually will like lean backwards my heart space will close off and I'll get a pit in my stomach that's how my body responds and if you don't hear those things that's okay keep asking or ask your body okay I don't hear it show me bigger and give your body a little bit of time to like respond and it's a process and a practice, and it's not going to be strengthened overnight. But those are little things that I find really simple tools that you can do to start to realize, oh my gosh, this is a no, this is a yes, this is a no. And just trusting the little information you get, you don't have to ask it big things. Like you can ask, do I want a salad for lunch? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no salad for lunch. Great. Yeah. Like start with the little things and strengthen your way up so that when the bigger decisions come, you actually know what feels good for you and what feels like a no. Oh man, I love that. I'm like sitting there thinking about all the situations. I want to use that now even too. And I think what I was thinking too, is like that chatter piece is like so much, I mean, so much of, I mean, society is like, it's always go, it's always do, it's always consume, 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 go on Instagram, go on reels, go on TikTok. Like, it's like, if you don't ever take that minute to like quiet your mind and just like, again, like literally go be yourself, go unplug, go do those things. You know, it's like, I find that so wildly helpful too, because you know, how many people do we know? And anxiety is obviously a real thing, but like how much of it is like also self like perpetuated, like, yeah. you know, people are like, well, I'm so anxious. I'm, I have anxiety. Okay. But you also are on Instagram constantly, Twitter, watching the news, like, if, yeah. if this year has taught us anything, it's like, go be in some stillness by yourself because you can, you know, and it's like evolve, like as, as we, we're coming out of this crazy 2020 and into 2021 and, you know, doesn't mean all of like society's issues disappear tomorrow. Right. But use this. I mean, I feel like I've used 2020, maybe not in those ways, but I'm totally going to use those tips now, but like just that introspection of like, be still for a minute and find out who you are because yeah. like Instagram's not going to tell you who you are. Like another episode of the bachelor is not going to tell you who you are <laughs> getting hammered at the bar with friends that make you feel shitty. Actually, you know, it's like, man, just you're so, like, whoever's listening to this right now, like you are so powerful. You're so cool. You're so original. Are you allowing yourself to even feel that yourself? You know? Yeah. 
And you, uh, wow, that right there, because here's the thing, you're, you're not going to actually know that about yourself. If you're where I was five years ago, you are going to think you are not original. You are going to think you have nothing to offer. You are going to probably think, I'm just thinking back to how I felt. Maybe not everyone feels this way, but I truly believed that I was a worthless piece of shit, basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that, but in my core, I was like, I mean, I remember looking at you and other really like successful women being like, I have nothing to offer. I'm not like them, which duh, I'm not like you. Thank God, right? Yeah, we like, absolutely. I thank God I'm me. Thank God you're you because we both have something different to offer the world because we were both created so uniquely by source, by God, universe, whatever. Thank God I'm not you. But also like, I didn't think I had anything, any gifts about me. I didn't think that I had something to teach. I didn't think I had something unique and impactful and powerful to share with the world. And you don't need to believe that about yourself. You are all those things, unique and powerful and like have some massive gifts to share with the world. Like these things are true about you. Maybe you haven't discovered what they are yet. That's fine. I did not know that I would be teaching the stuff I teach today. I'm sure Kate didn't know (laughs) that you would be have this massive impact that you do today. You don't know when you take that first step. But take it anyways, even if you don't believe that to be true about yourself, because at some point in time, you're going to be waking up and being like, oh, I actually believe these things about myself because you kept going, not because you stopped when you didn't believe, but because you kept going when you didn't believe those things were true about yourself. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I just love it so much, Shelby. I could talk to you like literally all day long because I just feel like you're so full of just good energy and wisdom, but um and again, man, I just, I'm just so grateful to even have you on here and everyone listening, like you have to go follow Shelby and dive into some of her courses and this one. Cause like I said, this conversation with Shelbs is like the tip of the iceberg of what she offers to like really tap into your soul. And even to, for, you know, the stay at home mom listening to this or the person who's a first grade teacher, or you're thinking, well, man, it doesn't have to be a business friends. It doesn't have to be a massive Instagram following or any of that. It could be how you show up as your authentic self, that you show your children how to live authentically so that you love your spouse, how they are and you grow together. It could be how you influence that classroom or how you impact your corporate office when you're back, you know, hopefully here in 2021 at the office with, at the water cooler. And you're not sitting there talking shit about Susan from accounting, you're uplifting people. So just think of that too. It's so powerful in our day-to-day life. And like Shelby said, we forget that there's literally, this is so like, whatever, but I, I, I so believe this, like there's literally only one person that is you ever going to be made. Like, why do we forget how cool that is? Like, it's like, it's really cool when you break it down and it's like, everyone has something special to offer because you are literally the only person alive. Who's you, you might have similarities with other people, of course, but it's like, when you really boil it down to that, you should feel like a badass bitch every day. <laughs> yes. We're like, <"Let's> go. <laughs> <laughs> like flipping our hair. We're like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so much. Um, all right, Shelby, is there any like just last message you want to leave the listeners with? Or, I mean, that was a great place to end to. Is there, is there anything in your soul right now that you're like, 
man, they just need to hear this before we wrap this up. And if not, that's okay too. Um, I just, just do the thing. That is what's coming through right now. Like, that's what my heart wants you to know is just do it and it's going to be okay. And if you need sisters, like find your sisters. Ooh, that's it. Find somewhere you feel safe to do the thing. Yeah. Build that community. Find a person. You guys, I found a lot of friends on Instagram. I had a lot of virtual friends for a very long time and I had very few, especially when I was in Denver, I moved there alone. I did not have a community of people in real life, but I found so many sisters in the online space. And from there, especially right now, so much is on the online space. I felt safe because I knew that when I came out that I was dating Jamie or when I came out that I was shifting my business, I could come to them and they would be like, cool, great. You're doing it. That's amazing. Instead of feeling that judgment. So find somewhere you feel safe so that you can do the thing. Mm, I love that. And if, and if you can't find the community, create it. Like yes, that's the thing. Yes. Too. It's like sometimes really other people are it's looking like for that. You can make thing. it, you know, it's yeah. so cool. I love that so much Shelby. So of course I've already been plugging you because I just believe in what you're doing. And I'm just so grateful again. Like I, you know, and that's the cool thing too, even like on online space or just remember everyone listening, like people come into your life for reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. It's like, I think of Shelby all the time in this where I'm like, I have so many great memories when she was building the same, like, you know, obviously her own spin on her coaching business. And when she went to do her own thing, it's like, she was in this piece of business with me for a season, but like Shelby's a lifetime girl for me, where it's like, just remember everyone comes into your life at a certain point to teach you a certain lesson. And it's like, just be grateful for them. And I'm so grateful for you, Shelby, because I just love you to death and I'm so proud of you. And I just, I mean, it's just so cool how everything comes around. I'm like, I'm so glad you reached out to me five years ago. And I'm so glad now it's like come back where you've helped me grow this podcast. And it's just, it's so full circle, everyone. So if you're listening to this and you feel like the sister girl crush, it's because it's real and it's out there. (laughs) And it's very mutual. (laughs) Right. So it's like create that space and be that person and just man, it's exciting to think about what will come after people listen to this episode and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go listen to myself and all the empowerment that will come. So that was a very long way of me saying, Shelby, plug away. Like, where can we follow you on Instagram? What courses do you have, you know, launching here in the new year? What do you have coming up? Like, how can people connect with you um, on maybe a deeper level and, and get your mentorship and all of that? Yeah, I probably hang out on Instagram the most and that's at xo.shelbyrose. It's where you can find me and I have information on all my courses in my bio. My website is currently shifting. So just go find me on Instagram. That's (laughs) probably the easiest way. And then also I have a podcast called the Raise Your Vibration podcast. We talk about all things business, spirituality, tapping into your intuition. I bring other amazing speakers like Kate onto the podcast. And it's probably my favorite thing that I do. I love sharing other amazing women and messages with all of you and a ton of free content there for you guys. And in 2021, um, I'm going to have some one-on-one coaching spots open and available for anyone who is looking to really tap into like their energetic and spiritual gifts, as well as entrepreneurs who are ready to start that business, but just aren't really sure what steps to take. And then I'm also going to have a mastermind. So if you're looking for community and you're a business builder and you want 
other women who can run and like take those gifts that you have and build something with them. I am here for you. And I have that opening at the end of January. It usually fills within a week. So like keep up on it because that thing, it just like blows up. And then I'll also hopefully be hosting retreats this year. So seriously, I miss them stuff, you guys. So, so just basically go to Shelby's Instagram, stalk her over there, follow all of her stuff. And, um, I mean, those are all such amazing resources and girl, when retreats can come back, I mean, whatever, I keep forgetting, like I'm going to have a baby to have to like work things around, but it's fine. Zach is That's a very a dynamic. Well. Like, I to, like also leave and do these types of things still. So girl, sign me up for a retreat. I, I will be yeah. there with some bells on and some wine. Cause I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's a real thing. <laughs> it is a real thing. Um, okay. Shelby, I love you. Thank you so much for being here and everybody listening today. Thanks for tuning in again. I hope that you got so much out of this. Go follow Shelby and we will be back next week on the Kate take, um, with a new episode and new goodness. So you guys go take some action today and love you so much. Bye-bye.